Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. Soon after the amazing experience the disciples of Christ had in the upper room, when the Holy Spirit came upon them in great power, they went out and began sharing their faith in Christ. The most notable demonstration of their newly imparted power was their ability to speak the gospel in other languages. Men from all nations were in Jerusalem for the Passover and the events of the days following. The city was filled with foreigners. The disciples preached Jesus, and all these men from lands far and wide all heard the wonderful story of Jesus in their own language. It was a glorious time in the church. Folks were getting saved and joining the church by the droves. There was an air of excitement and hope as they witnessed the beginning of what would become a worldwide movement for Christ. Their efforts did not go unnoticed by the Jewish leaders, however. After Peter and John healed a lame man, Peter took the opportunity to preach to the crowd that gathered how Jesus was the prophesied Messiah, who was foretold to suffer. Peter told them how the Jews were responsible for arresting and crucifying Jesus. He boldly challenged them to repent and be converted, that their sins might be blotted out. The following passage describes what happened in Acts 4, beginning in verse 1. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. Being grieved, they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day, for it was now eventide. Howbeit, many of them which heard the word believed and the number of the men was about 5,000. As the narrative continues, we discover that both Annas and Caiaphas, the high priest responsible for condemning Jesus and putting him on the cross, stood over Peter and John, interrogating them about the message they had just delivered. Jesus had gone to the cross. These men not only identified with Jesus, but they were boldly preaching his message. The blood-stained hands of Annas and Caiaphas could just as coldly have ordered these men to a similar execution. Gratefully, they did not. They sternly threatened them and let them go. What happened to cause these men, who had forsaken Jesus only days before, to now boldly stand for Christ, even before Christ's accusers? I think there were a couple events that we can credit for stealing these men for the task for which they were now commissioned. First of all, they prayed seriously. Those days following Jesus' ascension were spent primarily in prayer. Their worlds had been shaken. They were desperate for God's help. They secondly were empowered. When the Holy Spirit fell upon them, they were able to preach in ways they never could before. His filling gave them an unusual boldness and power. Christians today must get serious about prayer. We must become desperate if we're going to expect anything from God. Secondly, we must be filled with His Spirit. His filling comes as we empty ourselves of our wills and yield completely to His. Do you want more boldness? To share the gospel with the lost? Pray seriously and be filled with His Spirit. Settle for nothing less.
God bless you today. I love you.